Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. With me again for, again. A, th- for a third week in a row. This Disgusting. has been such a trip. I, I, don't I can't want, get rid of us. I don't want you guys to leave. It's actually the thing. Oh, it's been really fun. <laughs> I also want free chips every week. That's right. We like two chips. My co-co-host in residency, Jaya Saxane and Matt Lubchansky. Hi, hi. Hello. Very excited to have you guys. You guys, yeah. we have a really cool episode today. I'm very yeah. excited. I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. I'm really excited because this is one of those topics that will not be relevant to the vast majority of the audience listening to this, but it's really important to do. Yeah. And I specifically wanted to do it when you guys were here because I knew that you would be sensitive to the topic and that you would know a lot about the right language to use for it. And um, I just think that these these kinds of things and, and this kind of work that I get to do is is among like the best part of the job that I get to do. Yeah. Um, so today, you guys, we are going to be talking about cleaning um, chest binders and um, protecting your clothing after um, top surgery. Um, so these are going to be issues that have to do with um, transgenderism and um, people who identify as non-binary or non-gender conforming. Um, I think probably most people listening to this show probably have some awareness of the topic. It's obviously, it's a pretty hot topic um, in the world right now, but it probably also will be new for a lot of people. Um, And as I said, there will be things here that won't apply probably to most of your life, but you can extrapolate some of the cleaning advice off into other things that you may face in your life. Like one of the questions we're going to tackle is the, the subject of what you do when you get ointment from scars on clothing. Yeah. And that can happen for all kinds of reasons. It yeah. happen because you got a tattoo. It could happen because you had, you know, any kind of surgery. You had maybe a big cut that you have to put ointment on. Um, so I hope that even if these, um, these, the specific topic isn't relevant to you in your life, you'll, you'll stick around. You'll learn some things, not only about cleaning, but also just about, uh, you know, a yeah. thing that is, that is real for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and we're really, really also, you know, it's not like I feel like most of the questions are that relevant, except for the drill dough one. We Which are we all going, all going to problem. be in a, in a scenario where someone's getting drill dough and we have to deal with the stains. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Yep. <laughs> Universal problem. <laughs> Indeed. Um, before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show and listen to Chip Chat, Chip Chat, Chip Chat by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, 
Go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to help support my show. Today's chip chat is going to be a very, very special uh, episode. A very, very special The greatest uh, chip chat in the world. <laughs> what it's going to be. Uh-huh. So we, uh, we actually have uh, two, two, two separate topics. Uh, we're going to do a follow-up on the last chip chat we did when we were tasting the uh, the Canada chips, the pickle chips and the ketchup chips. I have brought in the American versions of the same so that we can do uh, a full international comparison of those. And then we are going to have an Italian abbondanza because... <laughs> <laughs> it's the real manja down. Yep. Just... Because the three of us have all seen the movie Gotti. And we have a lot to film say about of it. Film the year. of all time. <laughs> film of the year. Uh, and so we figured we would do a little Italian theme in honor of Gotti. You'll never see another film. And I'm going to try my first combo on the air. Oh, yes, yeah. Giants of my entire combo. life. I've never huge, huge had a episode. combo. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, which one of you wants to read the first question? I will. Okay. Jai is going <laughs> to read the first question from Sophie. Okay. Sophie writes, Hi, Jolie. I saw you mention that you would devote an episode to the cleaning of bras, which made me think about my own personal breast-based cleaning bugabear, binders. I'm non-binary and was assigned female at birth. Every day I wear some form of chest-binding undershirt. These are tight compression garments made mostly made of nylon, spandex, and polyester. Putting them in the washing machine causes them to quickly lose a lot of their elasticity, as I have learned to my peril. Because of their proximity to your body, they get pretty grimy, especially during the summer. Hand washing with soap has thus far either been too harsh or too gentle for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a hard conundrum. Um, and regardless of what I do, it doesn't seem to lose its dingy gray color. Can I use bleach on it? How often can slash should I be watching it? All righty. Um, oh, my God. That's so hard. I've got, I've got, I've got answers. That's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. And actually, you know, I'll say this was um, this is actually a cool topic for me because I, you know, I like that Sophie led with a comparison to bras, but actually it's important for me in this episode to not make the comparison to bras because these garments have meaning beyond just the function. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think comparing them to a bra keeps it. In a in a female foundational garment um, sphere that it shouldn't be in that we should treat it very separately as its own thing and so yeah. as I was like doing my research through the show and working through how I wanted to talk about this one thing that I was really really clear on in my own head was that I didn't want to compare it to bras mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to not do that but I'm going <laughs> to tell you about that choice because I also think that's part of um, what's fascinating about this topic in this episode yeah um, and and some of the stuff that we can bring to it so. Um, let me tell you a couple of things about um, elastic and how it functions, because um, that's really fundamentally the fiber that we're talking about protecting when we talk about binders. That they they can be made of um, they're primarily made of elastic, but they also obviously, um, as Sophie explained, have um, some cotton poly elements to them. They're they're all different um, forms of binders to styles that they come in. Some are sort of like half tank top style. Some are um, look just like a big ace bandage that you wrap around. Um, some are sort of full tank top styles. There are shirts mm-hmm. that actually just have binders built right into them. Um, so they're, they're all different fibers. But really, the, the key fiber that we're talking about here is elastic. And there are a couple things you need to know about elastic and keeping it elastic, basically, not having it, bra- <laughs> not having it break down. Um, the first thing is that elastic needs to rest. Um, so ideally, you would have 
at least two to three binders in your wardrobe that you can rotate so that you are not wearing any single binder more than one day in a row because the heat from your body will start to compromise the elastic, which brings us to the next thing that elastic does not like. Elastic does not like heat. Elastic does not like heat. Elastic doesn't like the heat from your body. It doesn't like heat from hot water in a washing machine. It definitely does not like the heat of a dryer. And bad bad news for all of my elastic clothing. (laughs) (laughs) I will say say the one thing I'm much more comfortable comparing binders to – is um athletic clothing like com- like compression pants. Yeah. yeah. Um that is actually to me like a, a much more comfortable comparison. Mm-hmm. Um because again it's the compression pants are very non-gendered. Yeah. Um So what, um, is, what does heat do to elastic? It basically breaks it down. Okay. It breaks it down over time. Um and so you want to think about that not only in terms of how you're laundering it but as I said in terms of how you're actually wearing it because your body is hot. <laughs> Thank you. It's like <laughs> your body is a wonderland. It's true. <laughs> That's the true message of the episode. Yeah. Um, now, the other thing to say about um, binders, and actually I have to say I was a little bit surprised in my research. I thought that the price range of binders was going to be much, much higher than it actually is. But it's not cheap. Um, so generally speaking, the price range that you'll find for binders is about $30 to $75. That's kind of kind of the average. Um, obviously, there are some that are way, 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 way more expensive. Um, but that's just sort of your, your general ballpark price range mm-hmm. um and i say that because i want to i want to reiterate this sort of you ideally in your in your binder wardrobe want to have at least two to three that you can rotate through and what's that what that is going to allow you to do is that is going to allow you to rotate them so they don't get overly tired from your body heat so tired from my hot body (laughs) a lot of people run into that yeah Yeah. Um, i mean i know i'm constantly exhausted from my hot body um um, but it's also going to help you come wash day so sophie wanted to know how often to wash and there's this the rule of thumb is every three to six wears you want to wash them now in the (laughs) well but we're gonna we're gonna break it down because we're gonna do a little math here okay um so obviously in the summertime when it is very hot and your body is much hotter and much sweatier which means that your your binder is going to get grimier by dint of you sweating into it you're you're going to want to be more on the every three wears side of the spectrum in the winter when it's colder you can probably push it up to the every six wears if you've got three binders in your wardrobe and you have to wash and you and you're gonna wash them, let's say we're in summer right now, so let's let's say every every three wears. You're talking about every week and a half doing a load of your binders. So that's not so that's bad. Not so bad. It's not so bad. It's not. It's not. Jaya's not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Um and of course the more that you have, so if you have more than three, say you have five, the the, lo- the longer stretch you can get between between washing them. Now, one other reason to have more than three, say, um, is that for a lot of people, being without a binder, even for a short period of time while you're laundering it, 
is uncomfortable and something that you don't want to do. So if you've got one that you can be wearing on wash day mm-hmm. while you're while you're washing the other four, um, that just helps to add to the rotation. And the other thing is, you know, with with binders, you probably want um, a few different options, both in terms of style and, and of color. Um, you know, if if you have uh, if you wear a lot of black, you probably want more neutral or dark colored ones but you probably want to have one you know light colored one for when you wear white t-shirts kind of thing so um and this and again when you talk about the styles there are some times when you might want you know a short midriff style one versus a full length tank top style one versus the band the bandeau style ones um so as you're thinking about your your binder wardrobe um those are sort of the things that you can look for to help you build up your wardrobe so that then come wash day, you've got options and you don't have to be washing, you know, once every week. Yeah. Um, kind of thing. So let's talk about the actual how how to wash. Um, oh, wait, sorry. What, one, one other thing um, that I thought was really, really interesting and, and I hope will be helpful. Um, there are pre-owned binders that are available through um, a website called Gender Gear. They have a recycling program. Oh. Um, and they offer binders for $5.00. Um, you know, cost is always an issue when you're talking about, um, you know, any kind of access to, um, any foundational garments really. Um, and so I wanted to mention that that service is available for people who, um, you know, can't, can't afford to buy, you know, three, three or four $30 binders. Yeah. Um, that's pretty expensive for like a a sometimes medically necessary thing. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I, I think it's nice for people to know that there are options out there. Um, also if you are a person who has binders that, um, maybe you've replaced with ones that you like more, um, listen to the washing instructions and consider donating to this program too. So, you know, we're, we're we're a full service charitable yeah. organization here at <laughs> in the podcast. Um, okay, so the actual the actual washing part of it. <laughs> you guys are not going to be surprised by any of the things I'm about to say to you. Hand washing is best. Hand washing is best. Um, as Sophie found, um, the, the machine has been a little bit too. Um, too too aggressive uh, <laughs> for for their binders. Um, I should say also that Sophie noted that they use they them pronouns um, in the note, and so that's good too uh, to know about. Um, so yes, hand hand washing is best. Um, gentle detergents are always great. There, um, there's there's one detergent that I really love for delicates called Soak Wash. The reason that I love it so much is that it's a no rinse detergent. Oh my god! I don't god. know how it works. It's magic. Um, but it, where does it go? I don't know. Into the, into, I don't know. The White walkers. The answer is beyond the wall. You sweat it back in. You sweat. <laughs> Your clothes just become um, heavier and heavier over time as they absorb more of the yeah. detergent. The nice thing about that is that not only does it cut down on an actual step of hand washing, which is the rinsing step, um, but also um, it, it makes for a gentler hand washing experience because you're cutting out an agitation step in the rinsing. Um, so I really like that. I will also say that it is the pick of, um, of the wire cutter for their delicates detergent. So, um, it also, it also comes with, uh, you know, the, the wire cutter seal of approval, um, in their testing. They really loved it. So that's one that I really love. But Sophie mentioned that they are having a real problem with things just still being dingy. Mm. Um, and I, I, you know, I wish I knew what detergents were too harsh for their binder. Um, but I don't, 
so I, I'm not, I'm not going to guess and like disparage any detergents because I, <laughs> I actually truly kind of have no idea. Um, but I would say try switching to Tide Ultra Stain Release, which is also one of the um, wire cutter picks for best regular detergent. That stuff is really, really, really good. It is legit. Like, it's just a legit laundry detergent. It really is better <laughs> than other laundry detergents. I've used wow. it to get Ooh. crazy stains out of stuff. Like, it really is good. So I would say it's switch. It's a cool Tide jacket you've got on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. I have a crazy story about Tide hats, actually. I'll t- it's a bonus episode story for sure, though. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Yes, my smutty I, past. How crazy were we getting with Tide hats? My, cra- uh, crazy. I have a smutty Jolie story about a guy oh in a Tide God. hat. Yes. I love the smutty Jolie stories. The yeah, smutty Jolie stories are always fun. Um, um, so, yeah, I would, I would try switching to that for your hand washing. I think what Sophie needs to do here is I think Sophie needs a long soak. I think, mm. I think their binder just has to go in cool water with, you know, a, don't overdo more detergent is not going to make this thing more clean. It's the exposure. It's not Matt. Okay. It just not, it seems, I know. Like, it seems <laughs> like it should. If detergent I, equals clean. I know. More de- I know it seems like okay. it, but it's not. So the analogy that I like to make is if, if someone, if you went into a restaurant mm. and someone, a server put down a, an empty glass in front of you that had visible soap suds on it, you would say this glass is not clean. Yes. Yes. See? So the same thing is true of your clothes. If there are soap suds in it, it's not clean. This glass is too clean. (laughs) (laughs) You've overcleaned my glass. glass. Sir. Um, but the thing is is that it's one, it's not good for the fibers to have lingering soap, and it's also not good for your skin. That that is actually the most when people say I'm quote unquote allergic to laundry detergent, no, they're not. They're using (laughs) too much of it. It's left behind in the clothes, and the soap residue is causing irritation, not the detergent itself. So, anyway, okay. that's a whole. We'll talk about that in laundry school. Maybe I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll just maybe I'll just keep you guys for good. And laundry school, we can revisit the subject. Yeah. Um. Okay. So hand washing is going to be best. I would try that Tide Ultra Stain Release, and what I would do, I would just give it a good long soak. I would let I would let the binder hang around in the wash water for like hour, two hours overnight. That is going to help. The, that's going to be the thing that helps the dench. Mm. And then Jolie gets a picture of that nasty water. Ding, 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 ding. Yay. I got, so so this week um, for Wash Water Wednesday, I had my first ever, <laughs> I had my first ever photo of protest water. Um, oh. And I was so excited. And that one got so many likes. And Wait, I was like, this how is so- great protest water. it was someone who had been at the um the ice protest two weeks ago in dc the families mm-hmm. um and after and she got arrested oh. and oh my God. You know, yeah the whole the whole jam and after she got out and like got back to her hotel she like hand washed her sweaty gross clothes and sent me the wash water and was very proud i mean she was she was very proud to share this with me and I was very proud um, and it was nice to share and to see the the huge response that it got from people yeah like, yeah like we're we're doing this thing this is great and yeah like, and then we remember to send Jolie gross wash water um, <laughs> this is <laughs> Jolie welcome to the resistance <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah I think I think that's really the the jam now I have a couple other um 
t- tips I want to give, and this is generally speaking for hand washing things, but I think I want to highlight it with binders again because I want to go back to that thing that I said um, at the top of this question that that the wearing of a binder um, is a, is an act that is really important um, in a way that the wearing of of many other garments is not. Mm-hmm. And so um, getting your binder clean and dry as fast as possible is important so you can get that back on. Yeah. Um, and, and because, because binders make people feel on the outside the way they feel on the inside. And I don't, you don't want to take that away, that service away from them, you mm-hmm. know? And so like during yeah. the, wa- the, the, the washing process. It's a fundamental part of their, Identity. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That. Thank you. That's a very good way of putting it. That's also kind of why I wanted you guys to. Like, <laughs> they have good language for these mm. topics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I mean, could you imagine if I was doing this with one of my sports writers? Oh, my God. You know what? I mean, I just wouldn't have. That's the thing. I wouldn't have done this episode with one of my sports writers. Like, just would not have. Um, so there are these towels that are ultra, ultra absorbent that are marketed as hair towels. Oh, you probably I have one of those. Them. Yeah, right? yeah the, the sort of like microfiber mm-hmm. thing. And they're really thin and they are very, very absorbent. And so what I'm going to suggest for the, the drying, so after you've rinsed and you've kind of pressed out um, the water, roll the binder up in one of those super absorbent towels because it's going to help to extrude even more water than a regular towel, which will speed up the drying time. So now I want to say two other things um, as we're talking about the rolling and I'm, and I'm doing the rolling you guys. The Jolie charades are (laughs) happening. Um, Also cameras are happening. Yeah. So get excited. Oh, nice. So finally you guys will get this and I'll, I'll fill you guys all in when we finally get it rolling. But like, you'll finally get to see the Jolie charades. Yes. Um, which will be, yeah. Which will be really, really good. I'm excited about it. Um, don't wring the binder. So wringing something, twisting the fiber. I'm As twisting. Jolie's I'm twisting. twisting. Yeah. I'm, twisting. <laughs> um, I'm like giving like an air hand job. Kind of. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Is that what that uh-huh. looks like? Yes. Uh, which is actually what it. most of the Jolie charades really look like. They just yeah. look like hand jobs. Various types uh, of hand jobs. <laughs> it's the hand job Olympics over here. Um, <laughs> love a handy. Um, <laughs> wow. The, <laughs> I do not. Ooh, no one loves a handy. Um, the, the ringing will cause stress on the fibers, and especially when we talk about, and that's true of any fibers, but it's especially true when we talk about elastic, because mm. elastic is, is frisky, mm. and it likes to be handled gently. So, so don't ring it. Just push down um, to do the initial, um, the, you know, the pumping CPR motion that I'm sort of always talking yeah. about, to, to push out the, like, orig- the initial batch of water, then roll it at, like a jelly roll in the towel, and then lay it flat to dry. Now, one thing, um, you can lay it flat on a towel, but you'll have to flip it so that both sides get dry. If you have a drying rack, that will speed up the drying time. You can lay it flat. Don't hang it on the drying rack because the... It'll stretch out. It'll, exactly. The weight of the, um, the, the water and the fabric will, will stretch it out, and obviously you don't want that. Um, so lay it flat, but that will help um, speed up drying time because it'll be air circulation on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that is, that's your hand washing instruction. Now I do want to say one other thing before we move on to, if you do want to machine wash, cause it's an option. Um, I do want to say, Sophie asked about using bleach. No, absolutely. <laughs> never, 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 ever, ever, ever use bleach on anything elastic. 
Never, no, never bleach. Never bleach on elastic. So yeah, don't, don't do that. It's not, not good for it. <laughs> um, if you do, if the Tide Ultra stain release isn't doing the trick in terms of the dinge, OxyClean. Use an oxygen bleach, but never use a chlorine bleach on, on anything elastic. Um, one other thing probably that, and you know, it, there's a there's a difference between something that's gone super dingy that you have to triage back up with the, like the long soak and the oxy and all of that stuff. I think if you do get onto um, a, a routine laundering schedule for these, you should not have the dinge problem, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. So if you are washing every three to six wears, that should be enough to keep the dinge at bay. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So machine washing instruction. Again, you guys have heard me say this 10,000 times. It is definitely an option. Here are the things you want to know if you're going to machine wash a binder. One, great idea to put it into one of those mesh wash bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wash it with, even even in the mesh wash bag, don't wash the binder in the same load as very heavy items like jeans, like hoodies, like towels. Uh, wash it with lighter weight fabric so basically it's like a it's like a big old like mud wrestling pit going on in with your clothes in the washing machine they're just wrestling wrestling in there um and so if you 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 want to consider your weight class essentially (laughs) (laughs) so featherweight items should go in with your binder (laughs) save the heavyweights for their own load um cold water delicate cycle that is really going to help um, if you use a delicate cycle, the delicate si- cycle is a much slower cycle, meaning the drum itself moves slower. And the slower it moves, the less agitation your garments are going to be exposed to. So that's going to help. You have to air dry. I'm sorry. You cannot put it in the dryer. You just cannot. <laughs> sorry, no dryer. You got to air dry. So go back to that same, um, you know, either lay it flat on a rack or on a towel. The one benefit that the machine wash has, well, I mean, other than it's easier than the hand wash, um, is that the spin cycle at the end will extrude so much water that the binder will come out really only just damp. Mm-hmm. And so it will dry faster. So that so that's that's something to consider. Um, one last thing, and this actually this actually may be the issue um, that Sophie was having with their machine. If you have a top loader with a center agitator, don't wash the binder in there. The fins on the center agitator are like paddles on your clothes. And I'm going to go ahead and guess that that was what their problem was with machine washing, that that was why the binders were getting so mangled. Ah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's the binder thing. Yay. Yay. Um, and I have to say, I was I was actually really excited to do this topic for a lot of reasons. One is that I actually do get quite a lot of questions about this. Yeah, it's not. This is not the first time I've gotten this question by any stretch. Um, and so I was like, you know, this if if more than one person asked it, you know, it's yeah, a, it's you a gotta, thing. Yeah, it's a thing. and I feel like especially it. in the summer now, because like you know, not necessarily to compare it to bras, but like as much as you get under boob sweat in a bra, it's like even more. If you have oh, yeah. a much more like a less breathable fabric, fabric that is like much more designed for compression in that way, like you're sweating up a storm in there. Absolutely. And it's also yeah. in contact with the top ass. With the top yes! ass. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for the top ass. I just was thinking about, we were talking about sweat and I, my mind goes to top ass. the top ass. ass. The top ass. Uh, all right. Well, on that, on that note, on that top assy note, uh, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. 
Matt Jaya, and I will be right back. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Jaya Saxena and Matt Lipchansky. Hello. Uh, hello. 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 Actually, you want to just say, say, your, say your thing right now? Oh, yeah. I just got a quick thing. To... Said, uh, Matt's got just a little shill. A little quick thing to plug while I'm here. Uh, so we're recording this today, and this, is, this episode will be up. Uh, t- Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Like next is coming July seventeenth or the next one, this coming Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. Okay, so yeah, so this is the same day today, Tuesday, dear listener. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the web the website I work for, the Nib, is launching a print publication on Kickstarter, Yay! and it's uh, and uh, a print quarterly and membership program, and it's going to be nonfiction comics and satire and memoir, and it's going to be very very good. And we need money and subscribers for it to happen. Uh, because we pay artists and it's going to be amazing. But anyways, go to thenib.com, T-H-E-N-I-B.com, uh, and check it out because it's going to be amazing. Yes, it Give is going to be amazing. <laughs> it is going to be amazing. I have talented and amazing friends. Yay. Um, so yeah, everyone go check that out on the Nib. Um, and support Matt and the whole team at the Nib and all the really like great and cool, fun work they do. Yeah, do yeah. that. Thank you. Do that. Do it. All right, please. You 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 got it. You got to do something now. What? Oh, I got to I yeah. read the thing. Okay. Oh, you. <laughs> oh no. You, you gotta, thought you could just plug that <laughs> for nothing? I was actually just gonna leave. Yeah. <laughs> you got you. You're gonna get to say the word nipple like 69 times. Hell yeah. All right. Question from Izzy. Top ass. No. Okay. <laughs> hey Jolie, first time listener. Oh, sorry. Nope. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Izzy writes. Hey Jolie, long time listener, first time caller. I'm a trans person, and I recently had gender-affirming top surgery. Wahoo. Not to Yay! get too... <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. That is a really, really big move. That's wonderful. And it's exciting, uh, and we're excited for you, Izzy. Not to get too gory, but part of my healing involves... Get gory. Keep... Oh, get gory. Oh, it's... oh, what's happening? Get gory. Uh, part of my healing involves keeping my nipple grafts and incisions slathered in Vaseline throughout the day. A bunch of my shirts now have nipple-shaped grease marks, despite the three trips through the washer in a row, and boy, oh boy, drawing the eye to my chest is the last thing I want at the moment. Any tips to get Vaseline off shirt nips? Bonus points if there's anything I can do uh, to help throughout the day to alleviate the severity of staining, because at this point, uh, some staining is inevitable. Thanks. Yeah. I, sure. I don't, it's like I didn't want to laugh because obviously this is a very serious question and Izzy doesn't want to draw attention, but I'm just, nipple shaped grease stains is like a. <laughs> Beautiful phrase. It really is. I know. Move I was... over, top ass. Yeah. Here comes nipple shaped grease stains. <laughs> I know. I, you know the thing is, I, I I love this question because, um, you know, first of all, it it is very real. Izzy clearly knows that, that like 
this is the kind of question you can come to Jolie care about. And, and like, you know, Jolie and her guests are going to be respectful and helpful and answer. But also we're going to be fun. And like, we can, like we, can jo- we can join you. We can join you in saying like, Nipple great nipple shaped crease stain is like a funny turn of phrase. It's and like, great, you know. Um, <laughs> but I'm, but I also am really, really happy for Izzy um, that they got to have this surgery and feeling so good about it. Um, and I definitely do have help. Um, so ointment stains. And now let me also reiterate because I know I said this is at the top of the episode, but let me reiterate this also applies to if you've gotten a tattoo, if you've had any kind of surgery, if you've had a wound that you have to keep covered with ointment, like. The, this is, and actually we um I had a guest gosh a couple of months ago um Kate Drees was here and on the bonus episode she was asking me about she had she had gotten um some scar like treatments done mm-hmm. and be, and as part of the healing she had to keep it covered in Vaseline and she was like it's over all over everything what do I do and I was like oh, I got help for you girl like no problem at all um so this is this does this actually has um sort of implications beyond just this this question for people. So hopefully this will be helpful for, for people even if you didn't just get top surgery. Um, okay, so ointment stains or grease stains? Grease stains, yes. So we want to use our go-to for grease stains, less oil, or as we now call it, Lubrisol. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, pine salt is another one. But, you know, pine salt is, is easier to find than less oil, um, Lust Oil is made by the Clorox company and it's kind of a deprecated product of theirs. They still make it, but they don't really market it. And it's not as, it's not distributed as widely as Pine Sol. Mm-hmm. Um, I just happen to be brand loyal to it for like weird reasons. It don't, it doesn't have to do with it being better or worse. It's just a weird brand loyalty thing on my part. Yeah. Um, and also Lubrisol now we have to make that joke every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what you're going to do with that basically is you're going to, you're going to dab a little bit of it on the stain and launder the shirt uh, you know, cold, cold water, regular. The one thing with grease stains, when you're washing an item with a grease stain, it is always best when it comes out of the washer to just let it air dry and not put it in the dryer. And here's why. When a grease stained item comes out wet, oftentimes the dampness of the shirt obscures the lingering grease stain if it is still lingering. Because the whole shirt looks dark. Looks wet, yeah. Mm. Right? It, the whole shirt looks one shade darker, just like a grease stain looks one shade darker. And so sometimes you like you look at it and you go, oh, well. No more the, stain. No, it came out. And then you chuck the thing in the dry. And I know because this has happened to me. Um, I'm like a walking, breathing, sassy magazine. It happened to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, that then, you know, you chuck the thing in the, even you've checked it for the stain and you've, you're convinced it's gone and you chuck it in the dryer and then it comes out and the grease stain's still there and it's been through the dryer, which means like. It's set. It's there forever. It's, it's there forever. It's and like there are other things we can do, but really it's, it's not great. So just generally speaking, if you're, if you're laundering a grease stained garment, just best to take it out and let it air dryer, air, air dryer, air dry. If the stain still lingers after the first wash, just retreat it and wash it again. Sometimes it just takes a second wash with a grease stain. That's kind of the thing. Um, the other thing you can do is you can use the old Jolie Care cornstarch trick, which and this also works with talcum powder. Um, also works with flour. 
Oh. I, which I kind of like always forget oh. that that's one of them too. I think it works better, however, with the talcum or the cornstarch. Um, so basically what you do is lay, lay the garment flat, put an anthill style mound of cornstarch, and now I'm very definitely doing hand jobs. <laughs> that is, that is that a two-hand hand job that's that is, going that on right there. That's a weird shape for that's a, a thing big, to be giving hand That's a to. big D, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you guys. My hands are like... Very wide I have like base. I have like tented fingers and I'm doing like a triangular hand job. Yeah. Um, um so yeah, so you're gonna make the little anthill style mound of the cornstarch. <laughs> I'm just went and started doing it again. Um and just leave it there 12, 24 hours, brush it away, and it should have absorbed the grease. So that those are your those are your go-tos. Um now the preventing thing. So I had like my, you know, my active imagination, usually the way that I answer the questions when they're new for me, or the way that I handle questions when they're new for me is um, I let my imagination kind of run wild in terms of what I can compare uh, the problem to in terms of something else I've already tackled. Mm. Um, and so, like, you know, were you guys the ones making the joke about my the beautiful mind, how I always make the weird connections? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and so, yeah, I kind of let my beautiful mind, like, make the weird, <laughs> like, chemical with connections. Laundry. And, yeah. Um, and, then, and then I start thinking about, like, what 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 other similar what problem this is, might be similar to that I could find a solution to, and um and I want to say I didn't I didn't love this and so I didn't I didn't want to like put a lot of emphasis on it but one one place that my mind immediately went um was the problem that nursing mothers have about um breast milk leakage yeah um that 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 is in some ways a similar problem in that you have wet spots on your nipple going through your shirt and it's embarrassing yeah mm-hmm. um. And so I thought, well, this is a this isn't the best comparison though, and I don't want because I was like, you know, they make those those nursing pads that you put in a bra yeah. that absorb the breast milk, and I was like, but I don't want to suggest that because again, I think it's taking um, something that is an incredibly um, gendered female gendered item and suggesting it as a solution for someone who is non non-gender conforming and mm-hmm. I, you know yeah. I didn't love that mm-hmm. um so I was like okay but I'm going to find something else so I found something else Curad good old Curad who makes the band-aids oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah they make post surgical breast pads oh my god yeah they're literally made for people who have had any kind of breast surgery re- reduction enhancement what 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 mastectomy um, any one of them. So it's a it's a non gendered item. Um, they're not terribly expensive. They're, you know, I mean, they're over the counter. Obviously, they're they're basically like stick on. They're not band aids, so they they're breathable. That was the other thing. I was mm. like, I didn't want to I didn't want to suggest band aids because you you do need to let the um the scars breathe, and that's part of where the, where the ointment comes in. Yeah. Um. So you can get them. They come in boxes of like ten, twelve, forty. Um, I think a box of 10 costs about six or seven bucks. Not super cheap, um, but not, you know, breaking the bank. Yeah. Um, And so I thought that that would be a really good um, suggestion um, to help save the shirts. And then one other thing, um, and there I will say there wasn't, there wasn't a ton of information online, which I was kind of surprised at. There's a lot of information about recovering post-top um, surgery mm-hmm. and um, about, you know, the... the Dealing with the scars and, and scar reduction and stuff. But there wasn't a lot about the stain p- 
part of it. And the oil <laughs> part was, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but one thing that did sort of come up over and over again in the research, um, and that was a place that my mind had already gone to, and I just wanted to confirm that this was okay, was wearing um, was wearing undershirts, tank tops, um, just maybe investing in like an inexpensive pack, maybe just even of those Hanes ones, yeah. maybe buying them um, a little on the snug side so that um, they also sort of help to protect the scars. Um, but if you wear an undershirt underneath your regular shirt, then the undershirt can absorb yeah. the stray ointment and won't go through. Um, and by the time you are, you know, no, no longer needing the ointment, you can just pitch the, the stained undershirts. And, yeah. You know, so that's, that was, that throwing was out something dirty is finally a solution. I It's like, Oh, get like this many things so you can like have them on, you know, or like just get a bunch and throw them away when you're done yeah. and start, keep buying new ones. Exactly. Um, so it's, it's a great solution to yeah, any problem. Exactly. So, um, so yeah. So with that said, um, you know, I do, I do want to say that, you know, this is a topic that I obviously put some research into, and and just from a cleaning perspective, you know, washing an elastic garment and cleaning ointment stains off of clothes is no problem for me to handle at all. Um, and obviously also because it was a sensitive topic, I wanted to put more research into it. Um, but I also would love to hear from you guys if this is something that, um, that you've experienced in your own life or with a friend or loved one and you have information that you would like to share. I would really, really appreciate it if you did share it with me because, um, the more I know, the better I can be at the job. And also I can do a follow up episode and I think that will be nice. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I, I have to say, I'm really happy to be able to do it. I think this is like, this is one of the blessings of the job, yeah. you know? Yeah. So um, on that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.